Hey guys, my name is Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I had money, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to subscribe to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. Like always, I will use a website known as LazyFA.com, which allows me to see all these financial numbers in easy visual format. So today, we'll take a look at Netflix. So we're going to take a look at Netflix, and we'll start with the income statement. In the income statement, we have revenue, cost of revenue, gross profit, net income, and earnings per basic share. We can see here right off the bat, revenue has been increasing at an exponential rate, which is good to see. From 17, revenue was $11.7 billion. 2018, um, 2018, it finished with 15.8 billion, an increase of over four million dollars. Unfortunately, cost of profit, cost of revenue has increased over time as well, and in the same exponential rate. Last year, 2017, cost of revenue was about eight billion. This year was close to 10 billion, 9.97 billion dollars, an increase of two billion. So it does seem like revenue is increasing at a higher percentage wise um, growth compared to cost of revenue. But we'll take a look percentage wise in a bit. Obviously, if revenue is higher than cost of revenue, our gross profit is increasing. And we can see here from 17 to 18, gross profit increased dramatically. 2016, it went from 2.5 to 2017, 3.6, an increase of about $1.1 billion where from 17 to 18, it increased over $2 billion. So gross profit is increasing. Net income, this, this looks really nice. 14, 15, 16, it was below $500 million for 2014, 2015, and 2016 in the net income. 117 hit, we, it increased dramatically to over $500 million, 5.5 uh, 5, $558 million, and in 2018, it increased to over $1.2 billion. So net income increased dramatically in 17 and 18. Great to see. Earnings per basic share is good, so that's good for uh, shareholders. Last year, it was 1.29 earnings per basic share. This year was 2.78. Now let's take a look at red flags which is just another way for us to see what we just saw in the income statement. So let's go to income statement. Here we'll take again a look at revenue versus cost of revenue. We can see revenue has always been higher than cost of revenue and that's why we have that positive gross profit. What I really wanna see here is percentage wise this revenue growth versus cost growth. So here we can kinda see on average, it's a one-to-one -one ratio, opposed to some some out of the loops. For example, 2012, the end of 2012, early 2013, revenue increased 12%, while cost of revenue increased 30%. This year, again, is one of those, it seems to be one of those odd outs where revenue growth increased about 35%. And cost of revenue increase cost of revenue increased 25%. So this year revenue increased 
about 11% higher than cost of revenue growth. That's good to see, but on average, that's not an unlike scenario. Sometimes cost of revenue is higher, but it's almost close to that one-to-one ratio, which is kind of what we see. So looking at the income statement, this is looking really good for Netflix this year. Finally, next, let's take a look at the balance sheet. So in the balance sheet, we'll take a look at total assets, total liabilities, total debt, cash and cash equivalents, and that would be it. So here we can see total assets, again, increasing pretty dramatically. Last year was $19 billion. This year was $25 billion, 20, almost close to $26 billion, $25.97 billion. We can say $26 billion in total assets. Unfortunately, total liabilities is right behind total assets. Last year, it was $15 billion. $4 billion less than its total assets last year. And this year is $20.7 billion, about $5 billion less than this um, than total assets this year. So we can see assets is higher than liabilities, but it's kind of scary to see how close they are. We can see a dramatic amount of that liability is due to its total debt. Last year's total debt was $6.5 billion. This year was $10.36 billion almost an increase of about 80% of total debt within these past years. Great thing here though is cash and cash equivalents have also increased. And for those that don't know cash and cash equivalents is what the company holds in cash or any assets that can be liquidized pretty quickly to be made cash. Currently the company has about $3.8 billion worth of cash and cash equivalents. So that's good to see that definitely make a big that on total debt if need be obviously it's not we're not ever going to see a scenario where a company is going to use all this to pay its, its total debt one thing i do want to take a look is as this total liability and total assets distribution so again we'll look at red flags in lazy fa and we'll take a look at balance sheet just like our income statement this is just another way to look at the assets which at the uh the information we just looked so again here total assets compared to total liabilities have been increasing year after year and shareholder equity the difference between total assets and total liabilities have also been increasing right now total shareholders equity is about 5.24 billion again that's the difference between assets and liabilities last year was 3.58 billion so a nice increase in shareholders equity over 50% increase, right? That would be 1.75. Almost, if not, close to about 50% increase. Here we can see assets versus liability growth percentage-wise. Again, it seems to be almost a one-to-one ratio, and this year is no different. So nothing outrageous happening in this company versus assets versus and, and liability growth. So again, good to see nothing, nothing outrageous happening there. Obviously, we would like to look at total assets being increasing at a higher rate than um, liabilities, but that's not the case here for Netflix. Here, let's take a look at what asset distribution is. And here we can see 82% are intangible. So that's things that we can't really sell. So I guess the value of the movies, the value of, of the production is about 82%. So all the... Uh, 
all the Netflix originals and all the other prop propriety assets is what this is considered. What else would we want to look at here? I just really want to... I don't think there's much more to look from here that I would deem memeable. But I just don't like that 82% of this company is, is intangibles. But again, Netflix, what else does it have? Next, let's look at its liability distribution. We can see here... Let me just make sure. Yeah, we can see here that... In this year, 63% of its liability is caused by that $10.36 billion of non-current debt. So non-current debt is debt that has to be paid off over in over a year. This is great to see. I barely see this in many companies, so it's always good to see this. It's current debt. It has 0% of current debt. So that current debt is debt that needs to be paid off in the next 12 months. This company has no current debt, and I just want to see if it how how often that happens with this company. So let's just take off everything. Sorry, not that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for current debt. So yeah, oh wow, that's pretty good. So in 2012, ever since 2010, not 2012, ever since to the end of 2010, so the beginning of 2011, this company carries zero current debt, which is great to see. Finally, we'll take a look at the cash flow statement and to be honest this one's pretty tricky i still normally I, I would tell if it's a buy if i would buy or pass but this for me is not it's not a definite answer i don't know if i might be biased right now but let's take a look here cash net cash flow from operations this is the most important thing that i like to see this is its money flow from its everyday use, right? So from here, we should definitely be wanting to see a positive number. We want its its overall business to be doing great. But unfortunately, net cash flow from operations is is being it has been negative since 2016. So that's pretty much that. That to me says this company is making movies that is are right now costing them more money than. Their net, their net cash flow is moving in. So I would wish to see this go higher, but at the same time, this means they're probably making more content for long-term growth. Here, net cash flow from financing, they're getting, they're doing really good with net cash flow from financing. But to me, that net cash flow from operations is killing me. So let's just take a quick overview and see again what's going on. So income statement. All right, income statement, we have revenue, cost of revenue, gross profit increasing at exponential rates. Gross profit is pretty high, about $6.6 billion close to. Its net income, it's become more efficient and it's collecting more income over the past years. And from 17 to 18, it increased dramatically to the first time over $1.2 billion. And that's the first time this company collected a net income of over $1 billion. So that's great to see. Earnings per basic share, again, increased dramatically. 1.29 last year to its 2.78 this year. Balance sheet. Balance sheet. So income statement for me gives me a plus. Balance sheet. We have total assets. 
His assets are increasing dramatically, but again, those assets are intangibles, so you can't really measure them, so they could be worth less than what they're really saying they're worth. Um, total liabilities is increasing almost at a similar pace. It's a one-to-one -one ratio. Its total debt is pretty high. Cash and cash equivalent, again, pretty high, and this company has no current debt, and it has not had current debt since 2012, which is good to see. It's cash and cash flow. Net cash flow from operation is on the red right now. And I don't have, I don't have a, hmm. To me, this is not, definitely not an easy one. Price to earning ratios has decreased. It peaked in 2015, about 400 price to earning ratio. So people were paying 400 times its earn what it was collecting earnings, where now they're paying about 100 times its earnings, which is still pretty high compared to the overall market. To me, this one, uh, I would probably have to say a pass based on its income statement. But again, this is a growth company. So this is not one that's going to give us a pretty income statement, balance sheet, or cash flow. So yeah, I'm telling I, I I based on on this information, I would like to give Netflix a pass. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Like I mentioned, Lazy FA makes it so easy to look at all the information and makes these episodes go pretty fast. I'm curious, would you buy or pass on Netflix based on the information we just saw? Again, this was one of the hardest episodes for me where I really did not know if it was a buy or a pass. And just because it was not a guaranteed buy for me, I had to pass. Again, don't forget to subscribe to get updates on new videos. Have a good night, guys, and see you next time.